This week on the show are pop culture references, the new Marvel show Loki, and fortune cookies. It's the third week of July, 2021, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Evan, and I'm joined as always with my co-host, Linnea. Hello. And Brian. Hello. Let's start off this episode with our pop culture references. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Do you two remember the actress Jamila Jamil? Yeah. She played Tahani in The Good Place? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, so I just read an article that she is going to be in a Marvel production. <gasps> really? Yeah, so they're going to do a... I believe it's going to be a TV series about She-Hulk. And she is going to be the bad person well, going up against She-Hulk. Yeah, I'll only be able to see her as Tahani. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She does kind of stand out. like, but, but I can see her. You know, she's big and she's super tall. So, yeah, I can see her <laughs> playing a, a powerful villainess. So that'll be kind of cool. Yeah, I want to see how She-Hulk can beat Tahani. <laughs> All right, that's my news. What about you guys? So mine is actually this trailer that me and Linnea stumbled across yesterday that I knew nothing about. Apparently, Pixar is making a new movie called Turning Red. Oh, yeah. I've seen that trailer. Yeah, from what I saw of the trailer, it's about this girl who can turn into a red panda. So what did you think when you saw the trailer? Did it look interesting? It looks kind of weird. And and it, I thought, oh, that that would be an interesting movie. The trailer didn't reveal much besides she's a girl who can turn into a red panda and then back. So, <laughs> so you might find this interesting. The director of this movie, called uh, the movie Red, is the same woman who did that little short called Bow. Oh. Yeah. So mine is that there's the new show out that's called Schmigadoon that we started watching. Yeah, so yes. <laughs> it's kind of just like... Uh, there's a musical called Brigadoon, so it's kind of just like this couple accidentally, like, they go into this musical world, and it's kind of just a parody of the original Brigadoon musical. Yeah, I think the the idea of Brigadoon, yeah, but I think they're kind of parodying most Yeah, most they're doing, musical like, they're mixing tropes. together lots of musical tropes. Yeah, and... where you have a little kid pop up and uh, telling you what's going nowhere. on, and, and you have the... The ruffian, scullion guy who's no, you know, the, everyone thinks is no good, but, you know, he's the love interest or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The mean people trying to bring down the main character. Right. Yeah. The songs are pretty clever. Uh, I like the stars. I believe it's Cecily Strong. I believe that's her name. I could be getting that wrong. And then, uh, and then Keegan Michael Key. Yeah. They're doing a great job. I, no, I haven't seen Keegan Michael Key sing. I don't know if he can sing. It'll be interesting to see if he ever sings. Pretty much he's just had a speaking part so far. Hmm. What did you think, Evan? You watched, you only watched the first episode with us, right? Yeah. Yeah. It didn't it didn't grab you? It was interesting, I guess. Yes, okay. It, but just not your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not a problem. Yeah, everyone likes Evan's different stuff. Evan's not a musical person. <laughs> Ever since all those musicals that you made me watch where people get shot and killed, I, I don't want, like what musicals. Are those? Hamilton, Hamilton, Les Rob. We didn't make you wanted to watch Hamilton. Yeah, you wanted to watch those with us. I did not want to watch Les Rob. Oh, okay. Yes, you did. I remember we went downstairs and you were like, wow, I'm so excited to watch this. Well, your memory's flawed. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, so yeah, Schmigadoon, it's on uh, Apple TV. 
first two episodes are out as we're recording this, and uh, more should be coming soon. I don't know how I don't know how long the series is supposed to be. I haven't. I don't know. So. I think it was supposed to be six episodes. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to the next four then. All right, on with the show. Now on to our main topic for this week, the hit series Loki. But before we go on, I just want to say that the show is new, so we won't be saying spoilers. In the show, we meet Loki, the god of mischief. But this Loki is different than when we saw him in the last Avengers movie. In the movie, he was a redeemed hero, but now we're seeing a completely unredeemed Loki from the past who encounters the TVA, or Time Variance Authority. This show, like many other Marvel TV shows, was released on Disney+. Plus. And it was a hit for critics and fans with its humor, story, and overall great writing. The show stars Tom Hiddleston as Loki, Owen Wilson as Mobius, Sophia DiMartino as Sylvie, and Gugu Umbatha-Ra as Rona Renslayer. Now onto our questions. First, do you like this version of Loki more or less than the original one? Hmm, that's a good question. So I really liked the way they left him off in the movies. You know, he was a redeemed person, and of course he died. Spoiler! You know, that was like a few years ago, though, so whatever. Yeah, that was like four uh, years ago. Um, I kind of wanted him to be a little more arrogant for a longer period of time. It seemed to me that he came around pretty quickly to the way he was at the end of the movie. I don't know if you guys felt that. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. just did some stuff, and he's just basically the same. You want him to be meaner at the beginning, so it's more yeah. satisfying when he becomes a nice thing. I'll give him a pass because I love Tom Hiddleston. I think he's great as Loki, and I think it would be, you know, even though you know this is what actors do, I think it's hard to maybe go back and be that kind of a self-centered, arrogant jerk when you're when you've had whole movies playing him where he's gradually gotten nicer and nicer. Overall, I just wish he would have been a little meaner longer. Linnea. Do you think this Loki is better than the original Loki? I kind of just thought of them as the same person, so I don't really know. (laughs) I like them both. To me, I think that this Loki is better because he has, I feel like he has a better story. Even if he became like the same as he was quicker, it gives a lot of time to see like other sides of him be revealed. Like we see that he's been lonely for his whole life or other stuff, and that all gets pretty that's true about the other Loki, too, though. Well, no, but I can see what Evan's saying, because here we get six hours with just Loki being the main star, whereas yeah. in the movies, you only get him in little snippets, you know, a few minutes here, a few minutes there. So, yeah, we really get to delve into his character. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I agree with you, Evan. It's a good observation. Who was your favorite character? Loki. Okay, besides Loki. <laughs> Loki. <laughs> I think I'm going to... Go with Mobius, uh, Owen Wilson's character. I liked him. I think he was a fun character to play. He gave a lot of nuance to this character that... He really nailed Mobius. Yeah, yeah. I think you can tell that he he feels like a, a person who has been there for eons, and this is just another case, but yet he's kind of taken an interest. This is, you know, Loki's kind of his... You know, like uh, where you're collecting Pokemon or something. You know, he's, he's, he's interested in all these Lokis, and... And it's fun. It's fun for him. So he's kind of curious. And I'm just imagining him like taking out his phone and instead of playing yeah. Pokemon Go, it's just all Lokis. <laughs> yeah, Loki Go. You caught a new Loki. Yeah. So, Lokimon Go. So yeah, I think uh, <laughs> Lokimon Go. <laughs> Lokimon Go. Yeah. I think he's probably my my favorite character out of the out of the new show. Mine is Renslayer. I think Renslayer is pretty cool. Who the she judge? Is. 
Uh, As you mentioned, Evan, she's played by uh, Gugu Mbetha-Ra. She's an up-and-coming star. She's been in uh, numerous things so far, but I think she's going to have a huge career now after this. Mm -hmm. She was in the Apple TV series called The Morning Show, and she was awesome in that. She was actually in a superhero movie called Fast Color. Thought you were going to say Fast and Furious. No, no, not Fast (laughs) and Furious. It's called Fast Color, and I really enjoyed that. It was a very quiet, contemplative kind of superhero movie. (laughs) With, like, the rain? Oh, where they wanted the rain at the end? Yeah. Yeah, yep. Okay. Yeah, yep. She was the main character in that, Uh, which is pretty cool because it was was really sad about that movie. I hate to go off the subject of Loki. It was really sad about that movie because it was in a time when people were wanting movies with people of color as the main star. Here was an awesome superhero movie with a black woman as the main star and it got like zero coverage and I only found out about it from reading like some of the science fiction sites I read and they said you have to see this movie and I couldn't find it anywhere and then one or two of my friends saw it and they said oh this movie's so awesome and then I know it was eventually on Amazon or something and I watched it and yeah it was it was really good but again it was very quiet contemplative it wasn't your typical action type of show anyway I'm getting way off topic back to Loki (laughs) How does this show compare to other Marvel shows, such as WandaVision or The Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Well, Mom kept saying that it was a lot like Doctor Who. <laughs> it did feel a yeah, bit she, like Doctor she Who. she always mentioned, man, this is just like a Doctor Who episode's plot, <laughs> except without Doctor Who. As for comparing it to other shows, um, you know, I figured you would ask that question, and I really, I don't have a good answer. I mean, all three shows have been very different. Which is good. You don't want them to be carbon copies of each other. I don't know how I would rate it. I So I remember saying that I liked WandaVision for its uniqueness. I liked Falcon Winter Soldier because it was more just a straight-up superhero spy kind of thing. This one, I, I want to say I liked it up until I didn't, <laughs> which is hard to say. I loved the first four or five episodes, but the ending, it I don't know. The ending left me really hanging, and I'm not quite sure what to think with it yeah, and I don't want to say any more I don't want to say any more without giving away spoilers so yeah I mean it, it was fun it was engaging I liked the humor uh, especially in the first few episodes I loved the the whole setup I you know it really dragged me in I was interested to see more the ending I don't know it just uh, I'm still waffling on on it and maybe when we get to spoilers I'll, I can tell you exactly why how about you I feel like a lot of the shows, except for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, have, like, a rough ending. Like, Dad said, Loki was kind of... It's hard to explain without going into spoilers. And WandaVision was, like, a lot of fighting for a show that barely had any fighting before it. So, yeah, I feel like Falcon and the Winter Soldier really nailed the ending. But WandaVision and Loki had the best startup. Both of them were pretty great. I kind of feel like it's hard to compare to the other Marvel shows because I feel like Loki takes place like in a completely different world where like the only Marvel character you see from the movies is Loki and like in the other movies they're like they're on Earth we see other characters from the MCU but Loki I feel like it's just in a completely different universe. Loki is just a one-off show. Yeah I, I can see that yeah. There's not much to ground you in the whole series of other characters. 
It kind of felt a lot more like fantasy sci-fi like than mm-hmm. the other shows that gave me like Marvel hero type vibes. Right, right. Yep, I can see that. Yeah, that's a good point. So what did you think of the writing of the show? I like writing. Yeah, I thought it was good. It was uh, it was humorous. It was fun. I thought the characters were well-defined. They all had their little quirks and tics. And and I, I love the interaction between Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson. I thought yeah. they did a great job together. I was about to say, Mobius is probably one of the best, like, written and acted per- people together because he's very good at making jokes. He's intense when he wants to be intense. He's funny when he wants to be funny. He's good. So what do you think of the aesthetic of the show? I like that this show is more like fantasy sci-fi instead of like Marvel hero. So for me, probably one of the biggest things about aesthetic is like just the worlds because Mm -hmm. they're so beautifully made. Everything looks so great. Like they're one time they're on a planet. It's that's like, yeah, it's hard to explain without going to spoilers, but yeah, It's just so beautiful. Whenever I think of, like, a show or a movie I like, I kind of just associate it with, like, the colors that appear most in it. So, like, Loki, I kind of just think of, like, black and, like, purple and green. The one scene where they, where Loki and Mobius stare out of a window and see the entire TVA, it just looks, oh my gosh, so great. I I love the aesthetic in terms of, like, the area. (laughs) Also, the outfits are pretty cool, too. I enjoyed the the offices of the TVA, the way that they were designed. They look like a mid-70s corporate bureaucracy office everyone has. <laughs> you know, you didn't see high-tech computers. You just had typewriters and, and clocks. The colors and, used there were all, like, orange and yellow. Yeah, yeah, orange and yellow. Very well, like, wood tones, leather, chairs, um, you know, mahogany, that kind of... Yeah, it just had a very interesting feel to it. There is a scene where uh, Owen Wilson is, or Mobius is showing Loki. They're looking out a window, and they see this sort of a vast cityscape, which is futuristic, but it's kind of the the past-looking futuristic that you would see in old Omni magazines or Popular Mechanics or whatever, those kind of things. And I thought it was interesting, but I, I wish the background had been a little more well-defined because it was almost hard to know what to look at. It, it felt like they were trying trying to cram so much into the screen that I couldn't really mm-hmm. focus on what I was supposed to be looking at. I don't know if that makes sense. So I kind of wish they would have toned that down or thought about it a little more. Maybe if I go back and look at it carefully on a still frame, maybe I'd, I'd like it more. But I don't know. That's just one thing that stuck out to me. I remember when we were watching it. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah, some of the planetary backgrounds we had were very cool with meteorites smashing and stuff like that. <laughs> so, would you recommend this to friends? Yeah. Uh, my friends really like Loki. Loki was kind of one of the breakout stars of the whole Avengers. You know, you he's the bad guy, but everyone liked him. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's cool that he got his own show. I think it's fun. I think it's always fun to explore a uh, a villain or an anti-hero or something like that and then and see where that goes and especially because he's because uh, Tom Hiddleston is just so charismatic at, at playing him it's just he's makes it fun to watch so you can't not watch it <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot it's a great show I rate it nine out of ten 
Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I think I'd rate it like an 8 or 9 out of 10. Yeah, I'd probably give it a 7.5. Above average. It was good. I think Loki's like has been my favorite of the Avengers shows so far. Just, but I'm kind of biased because Loki is like my favorite Avengers character. So now it's time for fortune cookies. Fortune cookies. Fortune cookies. I was gonna say cookies fortune, but okay. So who wants to go first? Well, when Dad opened his up, he started laughing hysterically. Yeah, so. He did. <laughs> All right, I'll read mine first. That's pretty awesome. As long as you don't sign up for anything new, you'll do fine. (laughs) It's just like the highway one. (laughs) Mine is, commitment is the stuff character is made of. The power to change the face of things. (laughs) When I I think of the power to change the face of things, I just think of, like, erasing somebody's face and then changing it. What the heck? Like they do in the Lego movie for good cop and bad cop. Everything originates from the seed of determination. That's a good one. So that wraps up this week's episode of Lunchbox Reaction. If you want to hear our spoilery talk about it, stick around after the end. And my name's Evan. Thanks again to my co-host, Linnea. I'm Linnea. Bye. And Brian. So long. And see you next week at the lunch table. So now on to our spoiler e review. So this is your last chance. Get off if you have not watched Loki. And if you have, welcome. So what did you all think about the final reveal of He Who Remains? Here's my big beef with the whole ending. And I'll compare it to something like the original Star Wars, right? We have the first Star Wars movie. Within the first few minutes of the movie, we meet the main bad guy, Darth Vader, right? He's a villain. He's a villain throughout the whole movie, right? So we have the whole movie yet to know him. We know how bad he is. Then we have the second movie. We have pretty much the whole second movie to get to see Darth Vader. We know how bad he is. Blah, blah, blah. You know, he's using his lightsaber. He's holding people. He's freezing people in carbonite. And then we have the big reveal where, you know, he says to Luke, I'm your father. And whoa, you know, it's a big reveal. And it, it has impact. It has meaning. It has wait because we know about Darth Vader to me Loki is the opposite of that we have this whole five six episodes building up to this end it's a big reveal who's the big bad guy and we get some guy that we have never met and to me it didn't mean a thing yeah that was what I was kind of afraid would happen as I was watching this show because I was like well who are who could they possibly reveal to be this person who remained like it's not going to have any value if it's not a character we already know. So all the big comic book fans of course you know they know oh this is Kang the Conqueror and blah 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 and and, oh yay and but you know if you're a casual fan or even less than a casual fan you're just tuning in for the first time it it just doesn't mean anything to me (laughs) so I you know it you know, oh, you, it's a big reveal. Not to me. I I could really care less about who he was. And and I don't know, it just, it just fell flat for me in that respect. I mean, I liked the actor. I think, I think he did a lot with what he was given because it was a very talky kind of exposition-filled episode, which I don't mind. I like talky, quiet, you know, exposition-filled movies. They, they don't bother me, but it's just, I just wish somehow he, 
could have known a little more about who this person was. That's my take. Yeah, I agree with that. I also agree with that. And before the final episode, I I was watching a video, and at the end of it, they raised, like, a really good idea that I think should have happened. So you know how there was that old man, Loki? Mm-hmm. I think that he should have been the person who remains. Oh. It would have been, like, a interesting reveal, because we already know that they were... We already knew them before, and at the end we saw that they're, like, super powerful, so they would make a pretty good, powerful person. But then he would have been existing in two places at the same time, or what? No, he would have just been with them, hanging out. Miss Minutes could t- could handle the TVA for a while, probably. <laughs> he could have just been, you know, exploring, and Goliath probably wouldn't try and kill him. He was just doing that, or Elias would try and kill him. He was just doing that to make it seem like... Oh, okay. Just faking him out. Yeah. Okay. I think that would be a good idea. <laughs> also, it would be close to the comics because, like, the ruler of, like, the thing close to the TVA in comics was He Who Remains, which is an old guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, now you're, did you know who King the Conqueror was? Did you realize that that's who this guy was supposed to be? Well, I yeah, I heard about that. Oh. Everybody was theorizing about it. Okay. I couldn't hear that. And there were a good number of hints about it throughout the series, mm-hmm. too. So. Yeah, and that's fine, and, and that's great if you're a great comic book fan and you know all these facts. I'm sure it's really cool, but for me as just an average person with a little knowledge, yeah, I don't know, I just felt like it, it didn't work for me. I do like the guy's backstory, though. How it's just a bunch of him fighting each other. So my big question for you two, what'd you think of Alligator Loki? (laughs) Best Loki ever. (laughs) I don't even know if he was a Loki, but if he was lying, it would make him more of a Loki. He was wearing a hat, so, you know. I mean, yeah, he's wearing the hat. He has to (laughs) be be Loki. Loki. Like, who else wears that hat? Do you think Alligator Loki had a brother? Like, like Crocodile Thor or something? (laughs) I mean, in the comics, there is Frog Thor. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Amphibian... Amphibian reptile. god, <laughs> reptile superheroes. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I thought that was a very fun, humorous touch. Alligator Loki always goes for the hand first. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, the reason I gave it a 7.5 is just, yeah, that ending just, it just didn't really work for me. I Up until the ending, I, I really enjoyed it. Like like I said, I, I liked it until I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I thought it was fun. I thought it was clever. I I liked Tom Hiddleston. I liked all the subterfuge and the is he lying, isn't he lying? You know, that that was all kind of fun, and the ending just brought it down for me. Also, there was one other reveal that I want to know about. What did you guys think of the Lady Loki reveal, or Sylvie, whatever you want to call it? Oh, yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought she did a great job. I mean, I was expecting it since Evan spoiled it for us before we started watching. Yeah, we didn't talk about her in the in the main show, but yeah. She's kind of just a spoiler, so you had to remain on. Right, yeah. But yeah, I think uh, the actress did an awesome job. She she's was, a cool character. Mm-hmm. Cool character. She's She almost seems a little more together than our Loki that we follow. I think she is more together than the yeah, Loki Yeah, I mean, she's follow. she puts together a plan. She has backups. She's been working against the TVA for a long time, so you know that she's... She's Loki's. She means business. Except the thing is, is that she is. She's kind of set in stone, isn't she? She doesn't. 
she doesn't want to change, whereas our Loki is able to change. So that in a way that actually makes him stronger. Mm-hmm. People think that they're that the reason that they created that the Nexus event was because it was the first time either of them felt like they weren't alone. All right. Any other final thoughts? It's a good show. I like it a lot. Good show. Yep. And according to the end card, there will be a season two. So I'm glad because yeah. that end that ending just ruined me. <laughs> I was like, no, you can't end it like that. No, cliffhanger, no. Yeah, yeah. Cliffhangers are the worst. <laughs> I hate you, cliffhanger. Okay. Well, we'll catch y'all next week. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs>